Just Being Real. I'm your host, Anna Murby. For those of you who are returning, welcome back. We're glad you're here. And for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome, and we are glad you're here too. Okay, I want to start off today's show with a bit of a, I guess it's a praise report. Um, It's just like a yay moment for me. Um, And I'm hoping that it'll be an encouragement for you too. So as I mentioned on the last podcast, I have been dealing with a long-term issue of anger and I've been working on it, trying to get better and, you know, not blow up as easily or as often. So I'm happy to announce that I have been doing so much better, even from last week's podcast. I've been noticing the change and, you know, my family is noticing the change and it's such a encouraging and like, oh, like, I'm so, so pumped to be able to continue to let go of that burden that has been holding me back in life so long. And guys, I can't, I I can't express how, how great it feels to realize I am in control, that it's not in control of me anymore, I'm in control, and that I can stop it dead in its tracks before it even has a chance to keep going forward. So I really encourage you, if you have an issue that you are trying to overcome, let my story encourage you that it can be done, that you can overcome. And if you don't really know what I'm talking about, Go back and listen to last week's episode and you'll have a better understanding of where I was going with today's opener. All right, so I have a question for you guys. Those who have little babies who are about one, one and a half, not quite two yet or younger um, or have had experience with them in the past or whatever, I have a question for you. Does it bother you when they finally figure out how to say mama or dada and that's like the only thing they say because it's the only word they really know at that time because that was one area that, you know, was really stretching my my anger um, control, especially yesterday. I had a really hard time and I didn't blow up. I, I didn't blow up and I'm so glad, but... My youngest, Katya, says mama. That's like the main word she really knows. And she'll go, mommy, 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 mommy. And she'll just keep saying it. Like it reminds me, I don't uh, watch Family Guy anymore, but I've watched it a long time ago in the past. And it reminds me of the episode where Stewie's saying mom over and over until the mom just goes, whack! You know, like I didn't do that, but that's what it felt like is like, torture basically like I was thinking about it while she was she was trying to get my attention but I was in the middle of doing something and I needed to focus and she kept you know saying mommy 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 just kept doing it and then she does this other thing where she takes her hand and she like you know keeps tapping you on your leg or your head or wherever like whatever she can reach because she's trying to get your attention whatever is going on with her is important to her and she's trying to get your attention she'll go mommy 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 and she'll just keep doing that until she finally gets your attention and 
there were a couple times where I could feel my anger and my tension escalating. And like, I, I wanted to say something. I wanted to be like that mom from Family Guy and just yell, what? You know, but it's like, I'm trying to work on my anger. So I was like, I can't do that. Especially because she's just trying to get my attention. She just wants me. So I needed to calm myself down. And... All I could do when I was starting to feel escalated, I just yelled out, Katya, I love you. <laughs> and I yelled it just like that. And my other daughter, Far, my five-year-old, she was in the room too when I did that. And it got quiet for a few seconds. And then Far, she goes, Mommy, I love you too. <laughs> it was cute. And... It helped calm my nerves down, and, you know, I think that might be a tactic that I just do. You know, if I feel like getting angry, I'm going to use it to my advantage, I guess. And instead of saying something that I'll regret, I will just yell out something that I won't regret. I will yell out an encouragement, or like I said, I love you, you know, just like so that I can still get that anger out so that it's gone but I'm not hurting anybody. I don't know if that makes sense, if that's a good way to do it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, it worked for me that time. I don't know if it'll work another time, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. So if you guys have better suggestions on how to control anger fits like that, you know, just let me know. But I thought it was funny. I thought about it later while I was walking around doing some other stuff. I was like, the way she does what she does until she finally gets what she wants from you, that's like a good interrogation tactic, you know? It's like they don't need to get the lights out and, like, blind you with the lights and make you sweat or make you thirst or whatever and keep you in a room for hours no 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 don't do that just get a cute little toddler who only knows one word and that's mommy and just put her in a room with the person and they'll just keep calling them mommy 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 until the person finally goes okay i'll say whatever you want just stop it I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. So I I don't know what you guys think, but I just thought that was funny. And, you know, God is really good. And I was, you know, really on edge yesterday because it's been, it, it was a really difficult day yesterday emotionally for me because I'm trying really hard to um, limit my anger fits. So it's, I'm working overtime, if you will, to make sure I manage, you know, what I say and do. So I was emotionally tired um, by the time that this, um, by the time this blow up was over, I guess I was like emotionally spent. Um, so around that time that I was just feeling like, you know, I, I, I wasn't feeling like a decent mom or like I wasn't there for my kids as much yesterday because all I needed was some alone time, but I wasn't able to get it. And I just wanted to, I wanted to run away 
and get some alone time, but there was no way I could do that. I was home with my children and, you know, it's, we feel that way sometimes. Like, you know, we just need our space. We need our alone time. And I wasn't able to get it yesterday. So I was trying to do things on my phone that I was wanting to get done so that I didn't have to worry about it today. And I wasn't able to get what I needed done because Katya kept, you know, saying, mommy, 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 like every five seconds. So I was getting really distracted and I could feel, you know, tension just building inside me because I was getting frustrated and I was getting distracted and I was just trying to get things done. And my friend sends me a text at just that time. <laughs> and it said, I just wanted to let you know you're a good mom and I love you. And that is so God, like just when you need it, that it's there. He, he's letting you know that he sees you and it's okay. And I just, I let everything go and I just smiled and thanked my friend for that encouragement that I literally needed at that time. And it was a huge blessing to me because there are days where I just don't feel like I measure up to whatever standard I'm trying to measure up to. There are days where I would like to just be alone all day, to just wake up whenever I would like to wake up, do what I wanna do when I wanna do it, not have to play referee, not have to make lunches or answer simple questions. You know, there's just days where I just don't feel like momming, you know, or maybe you're a dad and you're, you know, I don't feel like dadding today. There's, there's many things in our lives where we just don't feel like doing it. There's a saying it's called, I don't feel like adulting today. It's true. There's just days where we just don't feel like doing these things. And that's okay. You have to give yourself grace for that. You can't be perfect. You can't be on it all the time. That's not how we're made. We have human emotions and sometimes they just want to be left alone so that we can process them. And that was kind of where I was yesterday is I just wanted, by the end of the day, I just wanted to be alone. And uh, around like, I think it was seven o'clock or whatever, my husband took the kids for a walk and I just, I just sat and watched an episode of the Wahlberg, Wahlburgers, um, cause I like watching that show and I like eating there, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever eaten at Wahlburgers, but if you do, you should try Donnie's favorite. Um, it's a delicious burger and it's my favorite, not just cause I like Donnie Wahlberg, but I digress. Anyways, so back to my point. Give yourself grace when you have those days that seem tough on you and you just want to mentally check out. It's not good to mentally check out all the time, but every once in a while we need that escape so that we can recuperate, we can regenerate. And... You know, those who have grown up in the church have probably heard the word Sabbath being used before. And that's a day of rest that God gave us when he created the earth. He created it in six days and he rested the seventh. That's what it's referring to. If God rested after his hard work, 
we should know that we should also be resting too. And that's something I don't always do because in my mind, my kids need things. I have to do things. When am I going to find time to just rest? And my kids, you know, also won't let me rest sometimes. So it's really hard and exhausting. And if you're in that position right now, I get it. I feel you. I understand. Give yourself grace. Don't measure up to somebody else. You should never do that under any circumstance, no matter who you are. Don't look at yourself through the lens of someone else. God created them to be who they are. He created you to be who you are. So if you're going to look through a lens of anything, look through the lens that God sees you in, not in someone else, because you will never measure up to someone else. There's always going to be someone who can do something better than you. There's always going to be someone who can mom better than you. There's always going to be someone who can dad better than you. There's always someone who can work at their job better than you. These things happen and it's okay. And you have to give yourself grace and realize that you are who you were created to be and to be the best version of yourself that you can be. So that's the encouragement I want to give for you today. You won't be able to be anyone else. So just be yourself. That should take a load off you right now, just knowing that you don't have to be better than your friends, your family members, the people you follow on social media. You don't have to be better than them. Just be better than who you were yesterday. That's what I do when it comes to my anger fits. I look at where I was yesterday and I try to be better today. And that's what we should be doing is taking a daily evaluation of where we were and trying to one-up that. We can one-up ourselves, but we can't one-up other people because there's always going to be things that someone's going to be better at than us. And give yourself grace when you fall. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't give up. Stand back up and continue to press in and be better and figure out how you can be better. Find ways. Ask advice from the people that you're trying to one-up. Ask advice on how they've got to where they are. A lot of times people had to go through a lot of difficult trials to get where they are. And maybe you don't want to go through those things in order to be how they are or who they are. So don't ever try to look at someone else's grass and say it's greener than yours. It's green wherever you are watering it. I've heard that somewhere before and I can't remember where, but it was probably a sermon. But it's true. If you want green grass, you have to water your grass. It's not going to be green any other way. <laughs> Unless it's AstroTurf, in which case that's fake. And I don't think you want to be fake. So, no, just saying. But for me personally, I have always had a hard time looking at other people and going, I wish I could be this, or I wish I could do that, or I wish my house looked like this. I wish, I wish, I wish. Don't wish. Be grateful for what you have. Be filled with joy knowing that God made you who he made you, and that he's got a unique plan for you and your special gifts that he has given you. Some of us are artists, like painting artists. Some of us are not. I make horrible drawings. I look like a little kid trying to draw something. I can draw stick figures and that's about it. 
I mean, I might be able to draw a face, but it'll look really goofy. And my kids always laugh at me. But I have two kids who really like to draw and they were really good at it. And they want to hone that skill. I personally don't. I care less if I learn how to color or draw better or whatever. I'm not into that. But they are and they try to do their best to hone in on that and to make their skill better. And that's them and that's good. I have a, a tendency to be good at writing. I mean, I, I don't like to toot my own horn, so I'm sorry if that's what it sounds like. But I'm good at writing. I can write a novel. I can get people to want to be engaged in it. I've heard a lot of feedback from the novel that I did write, and everyone's always saying it's an easy read. I see the characters, all, all these things. That's where my skill is, so I use it to glorify God. Find what your skill is and hone that and be grateful for it and don't look at what other people have. That's a tool that Satan likes to use. He likes to use envy and jealousy because it keeps us from being the best that we can for ourselves, for our friends, our family, and it keeps a rift between everybody. So don't let it. Don't let him win. In our family, we say, don't let don't be his chump. Don't be Satan's chump. That's what we say in our family. So don't be Satan's chump. Don't let him win. If you feel that you're starting to want to one-up somebody else or you're going, I wish I could be like that person or why do they look like they have it all together but I don't, don't do that. It is a horribly dangerous place to get. And it's one of the reasons why people aren't able to connect nowadays. And it's really sad. And I know from personal experience how devastating it can be to your, your mental psyche and your heart and your ability to function in general. You cannot function and make yourself a better person when you are too busy trying to be someone you weren't created to be. I was not created to be my best friend who I love so much and she is very good at packing lunches. She's an amazing lunch packer. Like, I, I know this probably sounds cheesy. It's like, how hard is it to make a lunch? My point is um, when we go out somewhere together, like to a park event or whatever, or even if she's just coming to my house, she's got lunches packed ready for her child and my kids. And they're good lunches. They're not just like throw random things you have in and there you go. They're good lunches. And she takes time and effort to put that in. And th that is something I'm like, wow, I don't do that. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm the kind of person who would be like, okay, I got these things. Let's put this in here. This snacks. There we go. Bada bing, bada boom. It's done. Like she doesn't do that. She takes care. She cuts the the um, crust off the sandwiches. She squares them. You know, it's like she she takes pride in what she does. And I love that about her. And I tell her that often. I'm finally at a place where I'm not like, oh, I wish I could be that way. I'm like, no, that's just not the way that I am. But I'm glad I have a friend who is. And we should be looking at each other and going, you know what? That's not me. But I'm glad you are that way and that you have learned to embrace it and use it in a way that either glorifies God or is just helpful. 
And that's what we need to learn to be, is to be content with who we are and how we were made and realize that we won't be able to do everything. And that has to be okay. We have to learn to be okay with that, not being able to do everything. And I'm finally getting to that point where I'm not jealous of other moms who have it have what I think is all together or who have something better than I have or who have more space than I have. Our house is small, but it works for us right now. And it's what God has blessed us with. And I am learning how to be thankful for that because I know there are many people in the world who don't even have that. And I want to always be grateful for the gifts that I have because I know that's what they are, are gifts. And they can be taken away at any point in time. If you don't use your spiritual gifts, they they could dwindle. You have to you have to figure out what you're good at and you have to work at it and you have to maintain it. Don't let it go to waste. Don't let Satan win. Don't let him make you his chump. Be the best version of yourself because everyone else is taken. You don't need to be somebody else. That person has that space covered. Be you, because this world needs you. You were created on purpose for a purpose. God has you here because he has something planned for you. So please, please don't let Satan tell you that someone else is better than you. That's not true. We are all made in the image of God. We are made to reflect him. We are all equal in his eyes. He does not have favoritism. Just because you didn't get this gift that you wish you had doesn't mean he likes somebody else who has that gift better than you. It just means he knows you so well that he knows what you will actually thrive in. Maybe you want that gift to be able to dance, but maybe you won't enjoy it as much as maybe whatever you do have gifts in. He knows us. He knows what's best. So please, just don't give in to the temptation to be jealous of others. Look at what they can do and be encouraged to know that you can do the same for yourself. And maybe it is something that you can work on. I mean, if I really wanted to, I could put more effort into making lunches when I go out to places. I could, but I just don't want to. I know friends who love to scrapbook, who love to craft. I'm not like that, but I could learn to do those things if I really wanted to. And you have to have that want. If you don't have that want, then why are you complaining that someone else can do something better than you can? If you don't really want to do it, then don't be jealous of them. So yeah, just be yourself, figure out what you are good at and do it. And if there's something that you want to branch out and do, find somebody you know who does it well and ask them how they got to that place. Learn from them. We should always be trying to learn from people, not being jealous of them and backing away from them, but learning how to glean wisdom from them. I tell my children all the time of, the past mistakes that I have made so that they won't repeat them. That is another way that 
I'm helping them from things that I did wrong. I'm doing it now in this podcast, trying to help you guys learn from things that I have gone through and trying to help you gain wisdom without having to go through what I went through. I'm encouraging you so that you can learn what I wish someone would have encouraged me with back when I was going through the situations I was going through. So I hope that today I have encouraged you to realize that you need to work on yourself and be the best version of yourself that you can be instead of looking out at who everyone else is and measuring up to them because you can't measure up to somebody else when you are looking at yourself and being the best version of yourself. Because I can guarantee someone out there is probably doing the same about you. They see something in you that they wish they could do. And maybe they're getting jealous of you. But you wouldn't want that. If you knew that's what was going on, you wouldn't want them to be doing that. You'd want them to ask you, how did it happen? So you can share your story and you can encourage them to try it if they really wanted to. So I encourage you, if you are looking at somebody and you are feeling jealous of them, don't feel jealous. Take a step back and figure out what it is that you wish you could do that they do better than you. And then maybe if you can, talk to them and ask them, what can I do so that I can get to where you are or to do what you're doing? How is it that you got so good at this? What can I do? Because I would like to do this, but I would like to know what is the best way to do this. Let's work together instead of working against each other. Let's become a community that cares for each other and wants to see each other thrive rather than try to rip each other apart and tear each other down because we're trying to be the best and we're trying to one-up somebody. Let's work together and let's work on maintaining our own yards and maintaining our own green grass. Water your own grass, water your own yard. Don't look at someone else's. Focus on your own so that it doesn't wilt and wither away. So that is today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure that you remember to share this with anyone you think might need to hear the words that were spoken today. Share with everybody you know. And don't forget that Jesus loves you. I love you. Don't forget if you're listening on Apple Podcast, please make sure you leave a five-star review and let me know how I'm doing by leaving a comment on there as well. And on whatever platform you're using, if you're able to like the episode or follow, please do so so that you never miss another episode. All right, go into your weekend feeling blessed and encouraged that you can be the best version of yourself, that you can find something to work on and work on being better at. Continue to pray for me for my anger because I'm getting there. Baby steps, one day at a time, I'm getting there. And you can too. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, you can overcome it in Jesus' name. God bless you all, and I hope you have a good rest of your weekend and a good week. Bye for now.